Mark Hughes, give up your sword, for you know not what you do. What art thou drawn among these heartless hinds? Turn thee, Benvolio. Look upon thy death. I do but keep the peace. Put up your sword or manage it to part these men with me. <laughs> what drawn and talk of peace. I hate the word as I hate hell, all Montagues and thee. Cannot he coward? <laughs> pernicious rage with purple fountains issuing from your veins? On pain of torture from those bloody hands, throw your mistempered weapons to the ground and hear the sentence of your moved prince. Three civil brawls, bred of an airy word by the old captivate and Montague, have thrice disturbed the quiet of our streets and made Verona's ancient citizens cast by their grave beseeming ornaments to wield old partisans in hands as old. If ever you disturb our streets again, your lives shall pay the forfeit of the peace. For this time, all the rest depart away. You, Capulet, shall go along with me. And Montague, come you this afternoon to know our further pleasure in this case, to old Freetown, our common judgment place. <laughs> Once more, on pain of death, all men depart. Let this ancient quarrel new abroach. Benvolio, were you by when it began? Here were the servants of old Capulet and yours, good Uncle Montague, close fighting ere I did approach. I drew to part them. In the instant came the fiery Tybalt, his sword prepared. While we were interchanging thrusts and blows, came more and more and fought on part and part, till the prince came who parted either part. Oh, where is Romeo? Saw you him today? Right glad I am he was not at this fray. Madam, an hour before the worshipped sun peered forth the golden window of the east, a troubled mind drave me to walk abroad, where underneath the grove of sycamore that westward rooteth from the city's side, so early walking did I see your son. Toward him I made, but he was ware of me and stole into the covert of the wood. I, measuring his affections by my own, pursued my humour, not pursuing his, and gladly shunned who gladly fled from me. Many a morning hath he there been seen, with tears augmenting the fresh morning's dew, adding to clouds more clouds with his deep sighs. But all so soon as the all-cheering sun should in the farthest corner of the east begin to draw the shady curtains from Aurora's bed, away from light steals home my heavy son, and private in his chamber pens himself, shuts up his windows, locks fair daylight out, and makes himself an artificial knight. Black and portentous must this humor prove, unless good counsel may the cause remove. See where he comes. So please you, step aside. 
I'll know his grievance or be much denied. I would thou wert so happy by thy stay to hear true shrift. Come, madam, let's away. Good morrow, cousin. Is the day so young? But news struck nine. I me sad hours seem long. Was that my father that went hence so fast? It was. What sorrow lengthens Romeo's hours? Not having that which having makes them short. In love? Out. Of love? Out of her favor where I am in love. Alas, that love so gentle in his view should be so tyrannous and rough in proof. Alas, that love whose view is muffled still should without eyes see pathways to his will. <laughs> where shall we dine? Oh, me, what prey was here? Yet tell me not, for I have heard it all. He has much to do with hate, but more with love. Why then, O oh brawling love, O oh loving hate, O oh anything of nothing first create? O oh heavy lightness, serious vanity, misshapen chaos of well-seeming forms, feather of lead, bright...